Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Ray and Tay Today. Talking sports with friends. Bella, just talk about sports. Here it is, y'all. We're on the air. Sit on the sofa, throw your hands in the air. We're talking sports so you can come on and listen. NFL predictions, what you're missing? Nothing. We got you covered for college football, too. Every fantasy football. Hello, hello, and welcome to the show. Week one of the NFL is what we're talking about. You're listening to Ray and Tay today, and I'm Ray, tall racer. And I'm Tay, Eric Taylor, and we are hyped up. We're all over social media, 718-664-9098, NFL, college. Ray, let's get right into it. Break it down for us. We saw an ugly, ugly Sunday night performance from the Giants without Odell in the offensive line. Should they pay him the money? Because without him, they look horrible. And should Giants fans be concerned or is just this just week one and you're not that upset about it? You're not that upset. I mean, what you are upset about is that Ezekiel Elliott may play the whole season, in which case you go from probably the favorite to win the division to Dallas being the favorite. But this was just to chalk it up. And this is where this is where Eli Manning is great. That all shocks, you know, little attitude that he has is great he'll just rub it off and no big deal and like it was a bad game what what it does look like is this kid evan ingram looks like a player and looks like a real good uh second option pass catching tight end shepherd and marshall a little disappointed in in their performance eli had a bad performance so all around i think you just turn the page i think the giants will be fine i think beckham makes Beckham special, and he makes everybody's job easier. So you just chalk it up to Dallas was the better team. Dallas looked better start to finish, and without Odell Beckham, you really didn't have a chance unless one of your other offensive players, uh, you know, really stepped up. And they don't have a running game to speak of, so they really need to be explosive on offense. And the only player you have that's explosive on offense is Odell Beckham. So. No big deal if you're a Giant fan is the bottom line. It's an in-division game. It's at the Cowboys. You're probably going to split with them at best anyway. So move on. Week one, chalk it up as an L, and let's go. Let's go out to Los Angeles, 46-9. And we're seeing the potential might be for Cooper Cup and Jared Goff, Watkins and Gurley to eventually be special. Imagine if Aaron, Aaron Donald played this game. The Colts are atrocious. Pagano, even in the post-conference, was like the 49ers. And it's like, do you even know who you're playing? It is a mess. At least Gurley got to something in the past game, 56 yards, you know, ran for only 40-something. But I think you're seeing McVay has had a positive, positive effect on Jared Goff. And I think the Rams might be a little bit better than people think, but the Colts are definitely worse than what we thought, and they might even be worse than the Jets, especially if we don't see Andrew Luck in sight. Gore and Marlon Mack couldn't do much. It's just disappointing, but worse is the offensive line and their defense. I think they should make a call to Kaepernick. If nothing else, Jacoby Brissett should start this week. And uh, good for the Rams. You know, 
Uh, you you got to be happy in L.A. that one of your football teams, potentially two, will see after tonight are looking pretty good. I would agree. So let's move on to the next game we're going to talk about, Seattle and Green Bay. And here's what I think about this game. You don't take anything away from this game, meaning both teams are good, both teams have weaknesses. You've exposed a little bit of some of those weaknesses, right? Seattle's offensive line is finally coming back to, to kick them. Their offense is not as consistent as they, as they need to be. They've been this way for two and a half years, and certainly ever since Marshawn Lynch left, and the Packers are a good team. They also have some weaknesses. Uh, but at the end of the day, they have Aaron Rodgers. And they have Jordy Nelson. And that might be the best playmaking duo, right? You look at Matt Ryan and Julio Jones. You look at ODB and, and Eli Manning. I mean, these are the top three, four, five playmaking duos in the league. I think what we saw is just two very good teams. And if they play each other ten times, it might be 5-5 five, five or 6-4. So I, don't, I wouldn't read too much into this, except that both of these teams are, are, are more than likely going to the playoffs. So good for the Packers holding home turf. These teams might meet up again. Seattle does need to get that running game straight, does need to figure that out. Darryl Bevel was the star, you know, OC for a while, but now he, he really needs to earn his money this year. But don't worry, both of these teams are going to the playoffs. Yeah, no, I agree with you on that one. Um, very, very impressive. And you thought the first half Seattle's defense was on the money. Well, Raiders, Tennessee. Ray, no confidence from Mike Malarkey. Starting off your game with an onside kick, it's too cutesy. It hasn't, I think the last time was 2006 that it happened. You're giving Derek Carr a short field. They get a touchdown. He only, you know, didn't have a great day, but 262 gives you the two touchdowns, no turnovers. There were flashes and sightings of Marshawn Lynch, a.k.a. Beast Mode, is back. You love the 18 carries, 76 yards, you know, 4.2 yards a game. That's what you, you know, if you get that from him all season, the Raiders are going to be fine. Um, not worried about the Titans. Delaney Walker went off. But, again, Crabtree and Cooper Ray, they, they, they're deadly. You know, both guys give you, you know, over 12 yards a catch. You're both, you know, giving you 60 and 80 yards. And I think Jared Cook is, you know, back to being a pretty decent tight end with five catches for Derek Carr. So we'll see did their it, defense. Did it bother you that Murray didn't really do that much? Or do you think it's just a factor of playing against the scoreboard and, and you were basically behind and, and needed to pass the whole game? I think Tennessee got off rhythm. I think the Raiders' defense played a little bit better. And they're 6-0 and in these 1 o'clock games, their last six times coming out so that they've got something going and their defense looks a little improved I think Tennessee and, Mar and Mariota will be fine you know I think they'll be fine both these teams will have good seasons but you hate to you hate to start the game off with onside kick right <laughs> no confidence so the next game is a shocker an shocker. absolute shocker not that the Ravens won yeah. but that the Ravens were went to Cincinnati on opening day and beat the Bengals 20 to nothing. Now, granted, they, their defense showed out, and they were outstanding, so it's not like Flacco threw for 500 yards and Flacco, Flacco only threw for 121 yards. But Andy Dalton, a professional quarterback, I mean, this guy may not do it in the playoffs, but certainly in the regular season, he's been 
nothing but, you know, very good. I mean, maybe not top five, but he's certainly five to ten in terms of, certainly in terms of offensive production, just ringing up fantasy stats. Four interceptions. Some of them were not his fault, but he just had a bad game, historically bad game. And, you know, A.J. Green did a little bit, but other than that, nothing, nothing. Gio Bernard got shut down. Hill got shut down. Mixon, the, the rookie that everybody's raving about, led them in carries, eight carries, but only had nine yards. So here's the question tough. to you. Are you worried for Marvin Lewis? Are you worried for his job? Are you worried for their psyche? And the Bengals, who were my you know sleeper pick to go to the Super Bowl potentially, do you think that there's trouble in Cincinnati? Marvin Lewis is fine because the owner is too cheap not to keep him. And I think Thursday night they might put the Texans at 0-2. The loser of that game is in a bad hole, so we'll see. But they're at home. Texans come on the road. So I think we'll see uh, Andy Dalton could wake up against a tough J.J. Watt and Clowney defense. So let's go to the NFC East where this division could be wide open. And the Cowboys look good. The Giants, they'll figure it out. But they still have O-line concerns. The Eagles have the perfect balance. Their defense in Fletcher Cox was on fire. They created turnovers. Wentz, two touchdowns. You know, he, he, he gives you 300 yards, and it's more about having the balance with Lane Johnson back, and they can run the ball. LeGarrette Blunt, you know, not great, but, you know, gives you 14 carries. You know, they ran the ball, you know, what, 18, 20, you know, 22, 26 times, 24 carries, and a little bit of yardage, but it's the passing. And when you start to see Zach Ertz eat like that and Aguilar wake up, who we thought – what, two years ago was going to be better? First Man, I, I got to love it. Eight, six receptions for Aguilar, eight for Ertz. You know, then you see um, Alshon Jeffrey, who they'll start to connect more. You know, he only had a couple of grabs. But I do think him, Torrey Smith, Jeffrey, and Aguilar, and Ertz, that's a nice little weaponry for the Eagles. And the question is they're secondary, but they're going to be fine. The question is Washington. And I, I tell you, they're missing Deshaun Jackson. You Not too much consistency in a running game, but I just think that this team, Kirk Cousins is a good starting quarterback, but I don't think he's a franchise quarterback. And well, so, that's why they haven't given him the money. I don't necessarily blame them. They're, he's not yeah, – you're caught in that dilemma. He's not it, a Super Bowl quarterback. You're right. It's very rough, and I think they might have to just let him go and get ready – to draft somebody this year where there might be three or four pretty decent young quarterbacks coming out, Ray, they might let him go to the 49ers and be like, Hey, you take them. But I got to tell you, uh, the Redskins could be in for a little bit of a long season. You know, I mean, Rob Kelly wasn't doing much, you know, I, I just, I don't know what they're thinking. So that was, P. Ryan, that was baby. P. Ryan. All right, let's move it ahead P. to Ryan Monday didn't, night. They didn't, they didn't get him. Let's go to Monday night. This is, well, first of all, how weird is it to see Adrian Peterson on Monday night against Minnesota in Minnesota, the ultimate revenge game? When I look at this, Ray, I'm curious. I have a funny feeling when they won a championship over the Colts, remember, Drew Brees had three good running backs. They ran it a lot more and had balance. They've had a good draft defensively the last two years. Last year's pick was injured. He's back. 
and Selvin Rankins, Sheldon Rankins from Louisville. And this year, they've got three good backs, veteran, middle-aged, and Alvin Kamara, the young kid. I think AP and Breeze and those boys eat. They're going to miss Willie Sneed. But I think in a tough win, the Saints win in New Orleans. AP shows out a little bit, 80 yards, touchdown, 24-20. I'm taking the Saints. Now, let's tell everybody why you want AP, because you got him in our fantasy league, and you're well, down, wait, I want him and you need AP I want him to put up big numbers. I want 150 and three touchdowns, okay? Let's exactly. be real. Exactly. That's what you need to catch me. But putting that aside, you know what? I think Minnesota is ready. Uh, I like this kid, Dalvin Cook, in the long run. I don't know if he'll be ready to, to, to make a, a super impact tonight. Minnesota is a is a – place that used to be tough to play in now with the outdoor stadium. I don't think it's as much of a home field event. It's certainly not in September. Um, but I do think that they win this game. I- I'm going to go for Minnesota. Okay. What about the second game on the West Coast? Chargers at Broncos. First of all, can I just tell you, I love the double dip on Monday nights, and they should do that instead of Thursday night football for the player safety if they really care. Let NBC have the early game and let ESPN have the late game and do the double dip every Monday night. That should be the new tradition. Don't do Thursday. These guys aren't healthy. That would keep me up too late, though, on the East Coast. It kills me on the East Coast at 1, 2 o'clock. Anyway, the Chargers, I'll say this. The Chargers are going to give the Broncos all they can handle, and I actually think we have an upset. I'm going to take the Chargers 17-14 over the Denver Broncos, right? Broncos, Broncos, Broncos. I think they'll turn over your boy, Phillip Rivers. I think Simeon will do just enough. I think it's a close game, but I think the Broncos win, I'll say, 21-17. I think Bengals wake up. They beat the Texans in a defensive battle. I think the Broncos, I mean, the Texans, Thursday night football, their defense is good enough. I'm going to say they win 20-16 to 16 over the Texans at home. Cincinnati gets it going. I like that. I think the Texans are in trouble. They have some turmoil about the quarterback position, which can never be good. Uh, you know, 8-8, eight 9-7 eight, and seven might win that division if Tennessee doesn't get their act together. But um, you're right. I think Cincinnati takes out. I think they put a whooping on them. I think they'll win 31-20. So you have college football, Bama, Oklahoma, Clemson, USC, Penn State, Washington, Michigan at 7, 8, Ohio State drops down, 9, Oak State and number 10, Wisconsin. Tell me real quick, what do you think about that Oklahoma at Ohio State? Big win, huge win. They revenged. They avenged last week's win, uh, last year's loss. Baker Mayfield put the flag in the middle of the, of the uh, you know, stadium in Columbus. He, he's they playing like a veteran, Greg. Very smart. You didn't like JT Barrett, and he didn't play well. But you know what? The rest of the team didn't play well either. So, uh, you know, USC was a little pedestrian in their win. The only team that really, really looked good is Oklahoma. They jumped up. They got a couple first-place votes. And uh, watch out. I can't wait till that Oklahoma-Oklahoma State game because Oklahoma has a pretty easy Big 12 schedule until then. No, Mason Rudolph. I'll say this. I thought Stanford would win. USC got it done. But Ronald Jones proved to me. They two backs. Oh, they, they have balance. They're going to be tough. Look look for USC to be there at the end, Sam Darnold and Ronald Jones. He was running like a grown man. So, listen, great show. Enjoy Monday Night Football, and we will see you on Friday. Talking Have a great sports week. Yeah.
Enjoy the game. See ya.